Hey there, my name is Sarah Bowling, and I'm so excited that you're listening to my podcast. I'm praying that God speaks to you through this podcast. Your heart is encouraged and overflowing with love. Thank you so much for listening. Love to have you subscribe and of course share this with your friends. I know God has really great things for you in this time together. Thanks so much. Having my good friend Sean Tabbitt with me today. Thank you, Sean. Super stoked to have you. This is like a role reversal for you, huh? <laughs> yeah, it feels a little weird to be interviewed, but always a joy to spend time with you, Sarah. Excited to see where our conversation goes today. Yeah, me too. <laughs> you texted me last night. You're like, what are we doing? I'm like, well, you know, we'll just chat. <laughs> it's good. So, Sean, a um, little background. Tell us, like, where are you from, what kind of stuff you do, and, and a little bit as well sure. as your family. Sure. I uh, live in central Illinois. Been there for about two years. Uh, my brother-in-law is a pastor at a vineyard church out there. Your, your fan base knows who my brother-in-law Putty is. Um, have a pretty large family. My wife and I are blessed with 10 children. Uh, they range from 22 down to 10 months. 10 children. Notice the hair. It's yes. Like... <laughs> I used to have beautiful hair early on, and it's all been gone since. Mm-hmm. Uh, work in the publishing industry. I uh, do a range of things from marketing to acquisitions to content creation. Um, I've been a big part of the Christian podcasting space for almost a decade now. I'd like to think I'm one of the OG podcasters. I'm not sure. I, somebody else probably has to give me that designation yet, but that's how I see myself. Um, and yeah, I just love serving in the Christian book space and mm-hmm. helping spread good messages. Mm-hmm. And uh, what initially got you interested in all that stuff? Uh, I've always loved books uh, since I was a kid, but uh, the big thing probably was uh, because God has a sense of humor, I ended up working at this Christian bookstore, and I, I, w- I was saved at the time, um, but I just fell in love with the industry. That's also where I met my wife, and so that probably gives me warm fuzzies for my bookstore experience. Um, I took a weird turn, and I went into tech and software for about a decade, but maybe prophetically even, I, I said at one point in my 20s, like, you know, when I get into my mid-30s, I'm going to go do something in Christian publishing. And I just hit a point in my software career. I was like, yeah, I don't really like doing this anymore. And so I just left that behind and rebuilt my career working in the Christian publishing space. And so uh, I've worked for three different, three different publishers over the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. And in terms of working in the publishing space, because some of the people who watch or want are authors or want to be authors, you have some suggestions on, on working in that industry? Uh, I I think the big thing is you have to have a passion for it. You know, I've met a lot of people who are like, well, I got an English degree, therefore I should work uh, in publishing because I want to be an editor someday. And that's fine. If that's your career path, great, go for it. But the big thing is you you have to be passionate about people and their messages, passionate about the audiences that you're serving. And so for the people where it's that marrying of their passion and calling with the industry they're in, then something magical happens. And so when I meet those people that – I, I can tell they're in it for the long haul, and this is where God has brought them. And that, that's how I feel about uh, my place in the industry, too, is like, I'll probably be doing this for the next 30 years. Mm-hmm. That's totally cool. The other thing I want to ask you about, so you have 10 kids. You said from 22 down to two years? Yep. Tight. No, 10 months. 10 months. Titus is 10 months, and he's cute. Very oh, my cute. gosh, he's super <laughs> cute. So here's my question. You grew up basically as an only child. Yep. And you have now 10 kids. So that seems like a little bit of a, you know, extremes. Why? <laughs> well, I, I actually, like, my parents were never married. So I grew up in a single-parent home with only my mom. My dad and I, by God's grace, did reconnect and reconcile later in life. But uh, I never had a father in the home or anything like that. Um, I was blessed with some great families who mentored me when I was a uh, junior high, kind of high school age. So I got to see how a, 
a normal family operates. Um, but honestly, I've had to learn a lot on the fly. Um, my wife and I had a vision for six kids when we got married. I mean, when I first met her, she's like, you know, I want to be a stay-at-home mom and I want to homeschool and I want six kids. And I was in love. So I'm like, that sounds good to me. <laughs> uh, and, you know, almost 23 years later, here we are with 10 kids. Um, but for us, that was just a, a passion and a vision for us in terms of just having a vision for a generational legacy. We also come from broken homes, so my wife's parents were divorced, and so we just kind of wanted to be the next generation that sort of breaks the cycle and, and be the couple that stays together and you know, be a, a solid foundation for our kids. Things that were basically trying to build the things into our children's life that we didn't have growing up. Mm -hmm. And uh, how do you see genuine love? I'm gonna ask you in two parts, genuine love, working in like publishing industry and how does that play out for you? And then as well in your family, because those are two major themes in your life, I would say, right? Yeah, <clears throat> hmm, genuine love in the publishing industry. You know, I, I think uh, if I try to put it in, in uh, the context of my role, it's trying to work with authors to help to figure out how to bring their message into the market in a way that gets that love of God, the heart of the Father, the expansion of the kingdom out there in a way that's marketable, saleable, makes the author feel like they're being heard. So uh, to some degree, I guess that's how, uh, in terms of spreading the Father's love, I, I see that sort of as uh, right. one of my roles behind the scene. Um, and I think too, to function well in that industry, you just have to have a passion for God's love and his heart for people. Because if all we're doing is selling books and selling products, go work somewhere else, that mm -hmm. probably is not a good fit for you. But if you're all about the kingdom and having people experience the love of the Father, well, then that's exactly where you need to be because that's what that industry is all about. Yeah, yeah. And then how do you see genuine love playing out in the day-to-day -day context of your family, right? <laughs> well, I work at home, so it's, a, it's an ever-changing uh, organism day by day. You know, I, I think in terms of me understanding the heart of the Father, it's, it's grown and shifted over time. So, you know, getting married, I began to understand God's heart in one way as my wife and I, you know, basically had to learn how to function as a couple because we didn't have good examples of that growing up. Um, and then, you know, uh, I think I understand more how big God's heart is for all of his children because um, it's not like you love any one children any less than the other. You know, if you have one or two kids or you have 10 kids, you know, you you love each child the same but also differently because they, they, they bring out a different piece of your character, your spouse's character, and who you are. And as they grow up, you see different parts of you. You're like, oh, that's me, sometimes good, mm -hmm. sometimes bad. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think in that same way, we get to reflect God's love in that way. We're all, we're all kind of different pieces of his heart to reach the world with the kingdom. Mm -hmm. One of the things I've watched, and because I've seen you with a couple of your kids uh, over time, and I watch you as, as a dad with them, and each of them is super distinct and you don't try to make them into a cookie cutter, or, you know, and you facilitate, you want to empower whatever's in. And I watch you do that with each of them uniquely. And uh, I think that's really powerful. You empower their identity and you're like affirming that. And I think that's a really cool way, a, a very authentic way for love is to like accept and empower and, and breathe into that too. So I just want to applaud you on that. I watch it, I'm like, hmm. Take notes. <laughs> well, and, and that's that's something I think we had to learn learn along the way. If we just stopped with our first two kids who were very compliant and, yes, I will do as you say, sure. um, we would have thought we were the best parents in the world. But um, Amelia, who was yeah. a good friend of yours, yeah. she kind of broke the mold for us. And we're like, oh, wow, there's something different here. And, <laughs> and so as, as we've had more kids and seen their personalities emerge and you know, now that we have some that are you know, in adulthood and kind of started out in the world, 
uh, we see their heart and the things that God built and poured into them. Like, oh, that's been a thing since he was two or mm-hmm. since she was five. And so um, being willing to, even though sometimes it's kind of painful, you're like, oh, do we need to have another show tonight to watch? And right. yet they're expressing their creativity in the way that God made them. And so uh, as we've had more kids, we're like, yeah, we probably should just let this run its course and see what happens. Um, you know, a quick example would be Jeremiah. He's loved films and animation since he was a kid. He was yeah. obsessed with Veggie Tales and, you know, writing scripts and stories. And now he works for Fox News right out of high school. And he's doing that behind the scenes. He's doing his animation. But it's been a passion of his ever since he was mm. basically a toddler. And so it is fun to see those things emerge and to be able to really just kind of pour gas in that fire and see what mm-hmm. happens. I love that. And I think that's a really magnificent expression of genuine love watching that so thank you for hanging out sean hey there thanks so much for listening today i'm super stoked to get time with you and of course i'd love for you to subscribe share this with your friends and really sense god working through you as well as in you in these words so thanks again for listening and we'll catch you next time